Hello, this is a Good Times podcast, and I'm going back to reading from R.J. Rushdoony's uh, book, Good Morning Friends, Volume 1, and today's title is The Goodness of God, and it was written August 2nd, 1954, and this is Good Times podcast. Good morning, friends. All of us have a constant problem in understanding God because we approach him with our our idea of what he he should be instead of his de- declaration of what he is. We want God to be certain things in order to fulfill our idea of his being. But he refuses to meet our expectation and declares, I am that I am. So one, one such man who approached God hoping to see his desire fulfilled was Moses as leader of the chosen people and God-appointed spokesman. He had a fellowship with the Lord of a rare and profound nature. As a result, he asked on one occasion, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. Exodus thirty-three eighteen. The glory of God, as Moses no doubt imagined it, was something far surpassing the glory of kings and empires and of all creation. The magnificence and awe-inspiring glory of creature and creation would be struck dumb before the glory of God. In a sense, this was made true. The Lord said to Moses, Thou canst not see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. Exodus thirty-three twenty. Man cannot see God as he is and live, for God is a consuming fire to unholy man. And man, as flesh, is incapable of seeing and comprehending, comprehending the infinite and absolute God who is spirit. And so Moses found a hiding place in the cleft of a rock, and from that position, covered by the protecting power of God, saw the back, that is, the reflection of God's glory. But, in another respect, Moses found his desire to see the glory of God surprisingly answered. His question was simply this, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. God answered thus, I will make all my goodness pass before thee, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord, Jehovah, before thee, and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. Exodus 33:19. Moses wanted to see the glory of God, and God declared that his glory was not his majesty as such, but rather his goodness. I will make all my goodness pass before thee. The goodness of God is his glory. The goodness of God is not his kindness, nor his willingness to answer our prayers. If God were to give us everything we wanted, whether it be a million dollars or a changed environment, 
it would not establish his goodness, but only his indulgence. The goodness of God is his glory, and yet that goodness is often unkind from our point of view. And it is trying for our souls to accept when it involves trouble, sorrow, and burden-bearing. If the goodness of God is not his kindness, and is definitely not indulgence, what is it? God declared that his goodness was to proclaim his name. I am that I am, the eternal being, and to be gracious and merciful to all whom he pleased to be gracious and merciful to. The glory of God is his goodness, and his goodness is his being. The glory and the goodness of, of God is this, that of him, through him, and to him, all things and everything has meaning and purpose, only in terms of him. As the psalmist says, the Lord is good to all, and his tender mercies are over all his works. The eyes of all Wait upon thee, and thou givest them their meat in due season. Thou openest thy hand, and satisfy the desire of every living thing. Psalm 145.9.15-16 God's goodness is his glory and his sovereignty and absolute ownership and control is the heart of his goodness. Job told his friends that all creation testified to the absolute might and total control of all things by the Almighty. Ask now the beasts, and they shall teach thee, and the fowls of the air, and they shall tell thee. Or speak to the earth, and it shall teach thee, and the fishes of the sea shall declare unto thee, who knoweth not in all these that the hand of the Lord hath wrought this? In whose hand is the soul of every living thing and the breath of all mankind? Job 12, 7-10 All nature testifies to the sovereignty of God that he is the Lord. The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament Showeth his handiwork. Psalm 19.1 The goodness of God is this, that the government is upon his shoulders, that all things are in his hands, and he does all things well. The goodness of God is his sovereignty, whereby we live, not by our own act, but by his creative purpose, and to his glory we move, not by our, our decision alone, but in and through his grace and mercy. And we have our being, not of ourselves, but through him and for his glory. If our life is hid with Christ in God, then we know his goodness indeed. We know the glory of his omnipotence and grace. And we know then the extent of his grace and the meaning of his glory. This puts a, a pertinent question to us. If God's glory is his goodness 
and his goodness is his sovereignty, what is man's goodness like? It is to seek the glory of God by manifesting his grace and his goodness, and to set forth his sovereignty by being under his dominion. This means to cease from fretting about today and tomorrow. Give God the glory. He is He is the ruler yet. It means to show forth love, mercy to all, even as he manifests it to us. And it means to live for him whose will alone is our peace. And in him in in whom alone is three their power, dominion, and glory. God's goodness is his glory and his sovereignty and absolute ownership and control is the heart of his goodness. If our life is hid with Christ in God, then we know his goodness indeed. We know the glory of his omnipotence and grace, and we know then the extent of his grace and the meaning of his glory. So Lord, our my life is hid in Christ, that I know the glory of your omnipotence and grace. And then I know then the extent of your grace and the meaning of your glory. So to live for you, who alone is my peace, and whom alone is power, dominion, and glory. So, Lord, that uh, I pray that this would be manifest in my life and in others' lives. I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.